Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. On today's wrestling news, we've got two huge WWE returns. A surprising Universal title contender is revealed on SmackDown. Is NXT 2.0 failing? No, it's not. Huge title <laughs> matches announced for next week's Rampage. Are you ready? Are you ready for the newest time? Yes, my name is Phil Chambers. I'm joined by Gareth Morgan. Uh, but before we get into all this wrestling news, make sure you subscribe to the channel, like the video, comment down below what you think of each of today's stories, and links to each story is in the description below. So click the timestamps and away you go. But first up, we have two... Huge returns coming to WWE next week. The first off uh, was announced that Edge is coming back to Raw to make his first appearance since WWE Crown Jewel. No word on what he's going to be doing or who he's going to be feuding with or what anything is going to be happening, but we'll have to wait and see for that. But hopefully this is something new for Edge and we step away from all the things he's done in the past. Um, but they've also announced Finn Balor versus Seth Rollins on that show. And they've also announced Kevin Owens versus Big E on that show. So actually some things to look forward to on Raw. Mm, sounds pretty good. What a um, crazy world. I've heard, uh, <laughs> I've got it from a good source that Edge is actually going to be in a triple threat with Seth Rollins and Randy Orton, I believe. I think that's like the, the uh, fresh yeah. match you were looking for. Or isn't it now? Is that not? Fair. And then they're going to build that to a WrestleMania match that's also a triple threat with those guys. Can't wait. Can't wait. <laughs> uh, but the other big return happening over on SmackDown next week, uh, this has come from SmackDown last night. It was kind of a big episode-long storyline of uh, is Kayla Braxton going to get the suspension removed kind of thing. And then at the very end, they had a big battle royale for the number one contender. More on that in a little bit. Um, but at the end of that, Kayla Braxton came out to the ring and she announced that Brock Lesnar, uh, his suspension has been cancelled randomly uh, and that he will be on, on SmackDown next week. Obviously, um, Adam Pearce looked very disappointed in this fact. Paul Heyman looked very disappointed in this fact. And Roman Reigns looked very annoyed and angry at this fact. Uh, but that whole indefinite suspension storyline has just been dropped, it seems. Yeah, my favourite moment at SmackDown was when I think I think it was Kayla Braxton. Oh, it might have been Sonya Deville um, was backstage having a conversation with Adam Pearce about like the suspension and everything else. And he just kind of like yeah. looked off into the distance and then they played a highlight package of everything that had happened with him and Lesnar. And then he kind of brought himself back and I was like, wait, is that is his imagination 
like produced by the WWE editing team. It was madness, yeah. So this is great. I mean, I feel sad that it may have overshadowed a moment we're going to talk about in a second, but it's yeah. it's great. I mean, you literally you had the show ending with the crowd chanting "We want Brock," like deafening deafening chants of "We want Brock." So it's it's evident that he's still massively the person that everyone's kind of turned up to see, and it's it's more yeah. drama added to that Roman Reigns Paul Heyman dynamic. It's great, but it's just such a detrimental thing to everyone else who's trying to climb themselves up up towards the main event. We've seen that, so yeah. it's yeah, it's it's interesting, but I'm conflicted. But yeah, speaking of the dramatic conclusion to SmackDown, we had a huge battle royal to decide who was going to be Roman Reigns' next challenger for the Universal Championship. And the crowd went crazy, Phil, because we had this huge moment where Jeff Hardy, fresh off of his Broken Skull session thing that I watched last night and I loved it, he got this huge pop because he won. He won the whole battle royal and everyone went crazy and it was great and it was like 2009 all over again. And then Sami Zayn suddenly remembered that he was still in the match. He'd, he'd like snuck out the ring at some point and he came out and he dumped... Jeff Hardy out of the ring to the sound of just emphatic boos around this arena, which is crazy in my mind because, yeah, okay, he's not Jeff Hardy. We love Jeff Hardy. That's a thing. Some, like, Sami Zayn's the big heel. Yeah, cool. But just taking, taking yourself away from this for a second, Sami Zayn is the more contender for the Universal Championship and people booed. I mean, what a world. What a world we're living in. It's crazy. And then, obviously, he had all the thunder taken away from this moment because Kayla Braxton suddenly got in the ring and started touching her ear and saying, oh my God, breaking news, Brett Lesnar is back. And Sammy's face was a picture. Roman's face was a picture. My face was a picture. But Jeff Hardy's face was just pushing up against the floor because he'd been dumped out of the ring and it broke my heart, Phil. It broke it. Fair. Um, yeah, you've got to think this all ties in together and this is going to get taken away from Sammy at some point down the line. You've got to think like maybe Brett Lesnar just comes in, destroys Sammy Zayn and is like, no, I'm the number one contender now. Screw you. And then they build to a big match at day one uh, as a big main event for that. And then hopefully, hopefully this gets back Sammy back on track with his conspiracy stuff and we finally get that bloody documentary. God damn it. I mean, now That's... you've said it, Phil, I really want Brock Lesnar versus Sami Zayn for the number one contendership at day one. That would be amazing. I mean, if he did that at day one, I'd be very happy. I just fully expected him to just beat him up backstage at SmackDown and then Sami runs away and we like don't see him for a bit or something. <laughs> it's much more likely, Phil. I think I'd be very optimistic. Uh, yeah. But yeah, if, if there's one saving grace is this, and it is that it builds to Sami Zayn's documentary actually coming out at some point, then I will be fine with it. Otherwise, I kind of still want to see Sami Zayn versus Roman Reigns, not going to lie. Yeah, why not? I mean, oh, it's just what a world we're living in. I, this, we can't gloss over the Jeff Hardy moment. I'm hoping this builds towards something where he's he's been beaten down, he gets all of his big opportunities taken away from him, they finally get that last shot at the big time. I think he deserves it, man. Yeah. He needs it. And then it's him at WrestleMania in an upward spiral match. I got dizzy just reading about that match. If you don't know what the upward spiral match is, just treat yourself to the, the there's like set passages of it on Twitter right now. Just go and read it. I got I literally got dizzy reading it. It was crazy. Uh, but moving on to NXT 2.0. Um, this is, yeah, WWE's new version of NXT, obviously, kind of trying to attract a younger crowd, a newer crowd, something a bit different to what NXT was doing in the past. And they've had 11 shows of this. This is all coming from Dave Meltzer in the Wrestling Observer newsletter, by the way. Um, so after 11 shows of this new format, trying to attract a new audience, a younger viewership, uh, and build new stars and appeal to young people, 
this week's show did a 0.05 rating with teenagers and a 0.06 in 18 to 34 demographic, and it remains in a battle with Impact Wrestling as the oldest skewing nationally broadcasted wrestling show on television. So the whole NXT 2.0 experiment of aiming at the youth doesn't seem to be working. <laughs> Hey, they might actually win this war, though. You never know. Like they could win this impact war and be the the, be the, the oldest, oldest demographic. <laughs> it's about the only one they're going to win. <laughs> Doesn't make for great reading at all right now. Yeah, it's. <laughs> I don't know what to add to this. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's one of those things where it's just. Yeah, you can see that from watching the show. It's just that a lot of the experiments aren't working right now, and that anything that the people behind the show assume that the youth are going to enjoy. They don't because they're very much out of touch, and there's no Ute in the back actually trying to make the show. So it's just it's just an, a hilarious experiment. It's a car crash every week. It's great to watch. Yeah, I, yeah, can't add anything more. No, <laughs> that's, that's literally it. I have to write about it every week. I don't want to talk about it as well. It's, it's, it's an awful lot. It's an awful lot. But go and check out the article on whatculture.com because yeah. it definitely makes for um, as excitable reading as the show does watching. If that makes any sense, yes. So moving on, we've got some title matches, some big old title matches that were announced on Rampage or during Rampage or just after Rampage. It was all around Rampage last night. So we've got a massive tag team championship match between FTR and the Lucha Brothers. Obviously, they've had their long-spanning rivalry. It's stemmed all the way through Full Gear and the rest of it. But this looks like it could be the closest thing to a blow-off of this feud right now because it's going to be a two out of three falls match for the AEW World Tag Team Championship. And if you know anything about FTR, you know that these boys love a good two out of three falls match. Go and look at all their incredible takeover matches. Recently, I think it was like the five-year anniversary of DIY versus The Revival, which is Great unbelievable. That time has gone this quickly, Phil. I don't like it. Yeah. It, it breaks breaks my, my heart, my soul. I don't know if that one was two out of three falls. I, they all blur together. They're all incredible. But we've got that. And on top of this, on next week's Rampage, we're going to have Sammy Guevara taking on Tony Nice for the TNT Championship. And then backstage last night, Tony was there saying, oh, I've been scouting everyone. I've been doing what other people should have been doing before they just jumped into an invitational match with Sammy Guevara. I've been looking at the... the competition and how to take down Sammy. Sammy popped up, he was really hot, and he punched him in the face. So, yeah, that, that's how we prepare for that match. Give him a little, a little bit of a cheap shot to the mug. And then we've also had some matches announced for Dynamite. And obviously, Rampage and Dynamite are both going to be going down in the Gas South Arena in Atlanta. The Gas South Arena. It sounded like Daffy Duck there for a minute. That was incredible. Um, we've got that going down. So, Cody Rhodes is going to be taking on Andrade El Idolo in an Atlanta street fight. That's why I mentioned where we were, because that's what they're doing. They're going to gimmick it to the place, because, yeah, the crowd's going to go crazy. And uh, we've got Chris Statlander taking on Ruby Soho in the quarterfinals of the TBS Women's Title Tournament. Brian Danielson's going to be taking on Alan Angels in his quest to take down everyone from the Dark Order in their hometowns because he's just that kind of bastard. And the Gun Club are going to be taking on Sting and Darby Allen. So we're going to get a payoff pretty quickly to the whole like, like Darby wipes out somebody on the stage like he was owing him money, which was incredible. If you watched that on Dynamite, that was a hell of a tackle. That's what's going down on AEW over the next seven days. And Yeah, they got my money, even though they don't need my money because it's television, but I'm going to be there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Some interesting days coming up for wrestling. Just that FTR versus the Lucha Bros in a uh, two out of three falls. It's just going to be absolutely brilliant, isn't it? And seeing Tony Nese yeah. in WWE, in AEW even. That's going to be good fun. It's going to be a good fun week for wrestling. 
but moving over to your Twitter questions. The first one of the day comes from AJ David, who says, "Morning legends, today is my birthday, so a birthday question. Would you rather have a birthday speech or like a roast from MJF, a birthday chop from Walter, or a surprise lip kiss from Molly Holly in front of your missus?" Happy birthday, like AJ! To start. With. Uh, yeah, happy birthday. That's a big one. Yeah, happy many many happy returns. All the rest of it. I feel like that question may be slightly angled more towards you than me, Phil. To be honest, Maybe. so I'm going to flip this on to you for a change. You you go first. Well, it's Molly Holly, isn't it? My girlfriend's just going to have to deal with it. I'm sorry. Is she here? No, wow. she's not. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Is she going to be watching this video later? No? Over supper, you're going to be in some big trouble. I'll take the MGF roast because I just, I like, yeah, to, to be humbled on my birthday. <laughs> I think that would make for entertainment for everyone else at the party. Just see me absolutely get a new one ripped. It'd be great. Excellent. Uh, the next question comes from uh, Richard Manfredi, who says, Is there any scenario where you would tell KO that continuing to work for WWE is in his best career interest? One, and it's it's very soulless, I guess, because it's it's and I was going to say it's guaranteed money, but it's not in WWE anymore. But you know, it's at least a decent paycheck that you're going to be getting coming home. And I guess he was a WWE fan, so it's like there's that. He still there's the chance of him fulfilling his dreams and climbing to the top of the card and like following in the footsteps of his heroes. There's all that, but. For the most part, I don't know. Kevin Steen just seems like the way to go for him at this point. I feel like he's done pretty much everything he's going to do in WWE. Seems creatively a little bit stifled. I, I, yeah, I, I think it's it's really clutching at straws trying to trying to see the scenario where it is for his best interest. That's that's probably the only way I can answer that. I agree in terms of a creatively fulfillment kind of uh, path. Um, AW would be a much better place for him, uh, mm-hmm. but I will say one thing about Kevin Owens, like throughout his entire run, he's always been the family guy. He's always like been doing it for his wife and kids and things. And if WWE offer him a big fat load of cash, like you say, it is a little bit soulless. But you can't wrestle forever, and you may as well Scrooge McDuck that pile of cash as high as you possibly can before you get out, and then just have a lovely life with your family afterwards. So I say, if that's in his best interest to just make the most amount of money that he possibly can, then yeah, stick with WWE, hundred percent, do it. I'd, I'd haggle for a non-release contract if they exist. Just be like, <laughs> I ain't going anywhere. Well, I will go somewhere. I'm not going to stay until you give me a contract that says you can't just suddenly release me when you feel like budget cutting. That yeah. sounds, yeah, I don't know if that's possible. Until you give me but a yeah, contract. Do that. That's a contract. Yes. <laughs> for both sides. Not, yeah. How contracts work. Yeah. Anyway, uh, this that's, next a, that's, a, that's a different video entirely, <laughs> Phil. <laughs> final question comes from CM Chunk, who says, uh, "Pick an AW opponent to feud with the Tribal Chief. He's going MJF all day. The promos alone would make it worth it. Eddie Kingston would be a good shout too, just for the contrast." I'm going CM Chunk. That's who I want him to take on. That's yeah. That's that's the best Twitter handle ever or name, <laughs> whatever it is, name tag. Um, hmm. I'm going to be really just generic here and just say the one that's like probably the lowest hanging fruit, but just give me Kenny. Give me Kenny versus the Tribal Chief. That would just be the stuff of dreams. Seeing Kenny Omega and the Tribal Chief just battling it out. It's giving us the best wrestler in one company against the best wrestler in another company. If you're going to listen to the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, that is. But yeah, just, just have them come to blows and watch Paul Heyman and Don Callis just squabble. That'd be great. 
fair. Yeah, you can't really argue with that. Uh, I'm going to go with Marco yeah. Stunt because, of course, like, why wouldn't you want to see Roman Reigns going up against Marco Stunt? It'd be amazing. Uh, but if you want a actual yeah. serious answer, I'd probably go with Hangman Page just because I think the sort of pure AEW energy of Hangman Page against the pure WWE energy of Roman Reigns and their kind of characters would mesh quite interestingly. And that's what I would go for. Yeah, I like that. That meshing sounds like it's uh, right up my street, I've got to say. Uh, so there you go. That is today's wrestling news. Thank you very much for joining us. If you want to continue the conversation, you can do so over on Twitter. You can follow me at FilmMyChambers and you can follow Gareth. At GMorgan04. And you can follow all of us at WhatCultureWWE. Like I say, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Comment down below what you think of all of today's stories. And like the video too. It all very, very much does help. Watch more videos that are probably around my head right now. Ups and downs. But Smackdown and Rampage are coming up very, very soon. So make sure you watch those as well. But most importantly, have yourselves a bloody good day. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.